651 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Bringing our friend from ESPN Wisconsin, Jen Lada. Good morning, guys. What's, what's happening over there? Big news. You Packers big news? hiring a defensive coordinator in Jeff Halfley. We were just going through our production meeting for Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. We have Pete Thamel coming on the show at 745. Pete, the college football insider at ESPN who broke the story yesterday. And this makes sense because Pete's space is college football. And Halfley is coming from Boston College, college football. And I think that Halfley is going to be the start of a very significant run, and I'm sure you guys agree, of guys going from the college game to the pro game because, get this, it's easier. It's easier now to be a coach or a coordinator in the NFL than it is to be a head coach at a Division One college program. Oh, no doubt. Right? Is that well, is that because of recruiting and the fact Too that many visits kids to living rooms all over the country? And NIL is a NIL. big part of it. Yeah. It's not just going out and recruiting new players. It's retaining the players you have. Because you got a guy who has a good season and you want to start building your unit around that guy. What's to stop another program who sees that talent, wants that talent from yeah. coming in, dropping a big old bag of money in that kid's lap and saying, come to our school. So now the coaches can't focus on recruiting the next class. They're focused on keeping the guys they've already recruited this last season or the season before. And I think Halfley said in a recent interview that it's become exhausting. And like his reason for being in the college football space was that he wanted to impact and influence young men. And he has found that that's happening less and less and less. You don't have the bandwidth to be able to develop those talents, to build the relationships. You know, the, the, what do they always tell you? The, I'm the something of men, the maker of men, or the, you know, the leader of men. Leader of yes, men I'm is the exactly, leader of men. Yes. There's well, less of that happening at the college football level. And for that college football landscape, if you look at, you know, so he's coming from Boston College, which is what a mid tier school. They have a good program. And they have an opportunity to finish with a winning record every year. Bowl but they're, eligible. He's right. been bowl eligible but, for the last three years. But they're not Alabama. They're not LSU. They're not Michigan. They're not these other things. So for these mid-level programs that are trying to grow and get better, how are they even going to survive if once their guys get good, they jump Go ship on. for a better program? Yeah, it's really a tough spot to be in right now. I know. I know how they can do it. Bean bags. Ping pong tables. Same stuff businesses use to recruit <laughs> yes, young talent. Right? Yes. The slide that Clemson has from the second floor down to the sure. first one. I mean, Things when that like happened, that. that was like novel, right? That was the thing that was like, <laughs> look at how cool we are. We have a slide. It's fat. Actually, it was. They did studies on it. From an efficiency standpoint, it was much faster to use the slide to go down. And, you know, they're counting minutes <laughs> right? at the college okay, football yeah, game. Right. It's so regimented and scheduled. So, so why wasn't this dude on anybody's radar for the Green Bay Packers? So it's funny that you say that. I was listening to a podcast that he did last week with Adam Brenneman, who I think works for the Big Ten Network. And in the middle of the interview, he talks about his time in the NFL. He was with San Francisco. He was with the Browns and how he worked with Mike McDaniel, Dolphins head coach, Robert Sala, Jets head coach, Mm -hmm. Kevin O'Connell, Vikings head coach, Kyle Shanahan. We don't talk about that team anymore, at least for (laughs) for the rest of this season. But the point is, we should have seen this coming, right? If we had had a Kerry Matheson board with the pins and the strings, we might have landed on Jeff Halfley because this is the space that Matt LaFleur has existed in. Some of these people are his buddies. Certainly some are his mentors. And Halfley is kind of right there in the middle. Kaiser Sose-esque. We should have seen (laughs) this coming, is my point. You know what I mean? Like, we should have seen it coming. (laughs) What are you talking about, Kaiser Sose? (laughs) Great drop. Hey, we were talking about something earlier, if we could bother you for it, as, as a parent. 
this huge testimony on Capitol Hill yesterday, and they trotted out, lawmakers trotted out these CEOs from the social media companies and shamed them and then asked them to shame themselves in addition. And they're begging these social media companies to make it harder for young people to stay on their platforms forever and ever and to be exposed to tough content on their platforms. How do you manage that in your house with your young ones? I mean, uh, I wish I wish I could tell you, like, we've got a great method at home. Right now, the method is seeing the kid on the couch, hey, obviously on the phone. Hey. How long you been on that phone? <laughs> right. That's that's our method. It's not great, but at least we're checking in. Yep. No, it's really hard. I was talking to Chase last night. Chase is our 15 year old. He's a freshman at Homestead and you know, he is at school for those eight hours, not supposed to have their phones on them. But every once in a while, he and I will exchange a text about, hey, who's picking you up from basketball? So I know he is on his phone occasionally, but it's yeah, the scrolling are. and the scrolling and the scrolling yep. and the scrolling. And when you see their eyes glaze over because they're not even actually taking in what they're looking at, it's just literally to pass the time. We say, hey, put your phone down. Um, he's not allowed to have his phone in his room at night. So when he goes to yeah, bed at 930, he's supposed to put it in another room, plug it in, in the other room. We got him a digital alarm clock because that was the excuse, right? Like, oh, right, I need yeah. it for my alarm. Oh, cool. Here's twelve ninety nine at Walmart <laughs> for a digital clock. So that excuse is out the door. Um, but it's really hard. With our young girls, six and four, they will not get phones. Like, you know, we got a long time and obviously, you know, maybe things will change. But we gave Chase the phone when he turned 12. Okay. He's had it for right. three years. I wish that we had waited longer. And it's hard, harder and harder to wait because that's how people communicate now. But, uh, yeah, it's it's a battle. Thanks, Jen. Yep. See you guys.